Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Embracing the Gray with Vic and Kels, where we challenge the all or nothing thinking when it comes to all things food, body, and mindset. And today, I am actually really excited to dive into this topic. We are talking about setbacks and how to deal when setbacks will inevitably come and how to keep moving and not fall back into those old habits or behaviors of self-sabotage. And um, just a quick reminder, guys, if you have not yet subscribed, please be sure to do that. But Miss Vic, uh, I'd really like it to take away. How was your week this week? And why are we talking about this particular subject? Yeah, well, I feel like it was funny to do a podcast about the scale last week. And then uh-huh. <laughs> um, my, it was like, I don't know, my reticular activating system was like, all right, let's focus on that now. Here you go. Um, but more specifically, I I will be honest that my journey with my weight the past few months, eight months-ish, has been on the downward trend for most of the time. And so it's pretty easy. Well, I mean, downward trend, trending down, but like day-to-day fluctuations. Um but I wasn't really experiencing like these like drastic fluctuations in my weight. And I experienced that this last week. And I was like, I I was more so just in my head about like, are the things that I'm doing working? Um, Is it something that I can control? Is this something out of my control? It had been like, you know, I had been, I had stopped my period. And so I was like, this is just weird. Like, I was just kind of very much so in my head and also was stressing, had, had some like stresses at work and was just kind of feeling pretty down in the dumps, but knew that like, I wasn't going to give into the self-sabotage. I wasn't going to, you know, slash all the other tires, all those types of things. Um, and so it was kind of more so like a, an experiment for me, I think, of can I still show up for myself? Can I still do the things that are important to me? And the ultimately, yes. And also, if you were to look at Victoria from Monday versus Victoria now, I'm in a way better headspace because I've kind of been like working on it all, literally all week. So oh, that's okay. what we're going to talk about. I I love it. And it's meant a lot to me. I haven't really shared with you what's been going on with me this week, Um, but it's been really interesting. I I remember one of the first things you said was like, I feel like a hypocrite. And like one of the the things for me this week, and I think you're absolutely right. I didn't even think about it till you said reticular activating system. If you guys don't know what the reticular activating system is, it is basically like the hairnet around your brain. It's your filtration system that tells your brain what to focus on or what is important to you. And it like, just imagine whenever you're going out and you're going to buy a new car, all of a sudden you see that car everywhere. Like everyone has that car, but it's just the fact that now you're noticing it. That's the difference. And I, I'll be honest, like I, I talked all last week and we talked all last week about the scale and being able, the title of our podcast last week was making peace with the scale. And then I'll be honest, I think for me, it was a huge, it was a trigger um, because all of a sudden I was like, yeah, it's just a data point. Like, and I had said in that podcast that I was kind of the heaviest that I've ever been right now, like on the scale. And 
all of a sudden I realized that that it really still impacted me. And I'd like to say that it didn't. And I'd like to say that it was just a data point. But like you said, my reticular activating system was just on it. And I was super judgmental of the way I was eating all this past week. And I was judgmental of myself in the gym, even though I had massive PRs, like personal records in the gym. Like I've never deadlifted that much weight before. I've never bench pressed that much weight before. I feel so strong, so energetic. I'm so incredibly happy, but I was feeling so self-conscious in my body because I had seen a silly number on on a scale. And I was disappointed in myself that it had impacted me so much. Mm -hmm. And then you had had that experience. And, and so I'm just at this point where I've come to terms that like, you know what I am, I think I will forever be in recovery. I am recovering. And there are moments when things will, even after years of healing my relationship with food and my body, that something can still impact me. And so I've personally, even after our podcast, I almost wanted to title this podcast, I was wrong, (laughs) but, and I don't think that necessarily has to be it. But for me, I realized I have come to this decision. This was two days ago. I'm, I'm not weighing myself anymore. Mm -hmm. I, for me, it is not helping me with my overall goal of being able to live my life and not obsess about my body. but I'd love to know what have you decided? So I'm like, it's so interesting because I want to be able to, obviously, I think we both want to be able to say the right things to our audience, but also have like that vulnerability factor Mm -hmm. while also being like, like, and the reality is, is if you change your mind about something that doesn't make you a hypocrite, it makes you a amazing person that is growing. Like if you're keeping your mind the same for your entire life, there's a problem. Yes. Um, and I, I kept going back to this one part in the podcast last week, just about like, you know, if you can't look at the scale, it's like just as unhealthy as like not looking at it at all. And I think that it's really just that gray area. And I wanted to like emphasize that this week, that it is a gray area. And I think for somebody that has been overweight their entire lives, the scale looks different to me because I keep it, I keep it because I don't want to, I don't know how to say this. I'm not trying to, oh my gosh. Like it's different for somebody that is within like a normal, optimal, healthy set point weight. I agree. Versus me who is working towards that. Now, once I get to that range, I'm probably going to loosen the reins on the scale, like really just kind of like, maybe like once a month, I've, you know, I'm going to like, let that go a little bit. But I have this fear. And the fear I went to my doctor yesterday, this was another thing, like, I was like, I just have this fear that it's all going to come back. And I know that it's not right. But that is the fear. And that's why I think that I still use it as a tool is because I'm not at that healthy point yet. I haven't been years into this recovery thing. I haven't, yeah. I, I don't have the data to back up. Like, yeah, I have sustained this weight loss. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know how else to say that other than like, 
our, our situations are very different. And like for you, it's probably not necessary. I mean, you have a lot of muscle as well. And so like, that's going to reflect on the scale differently than, you know, somebody like me that is trying to lower my body fat person. And it's not for like an aesthetic. I mean, there are aesthetic like things like I would like to, you know, increase my muscle, decrease my body fat, but like, these are like health things. These are things that literally are like, there are studies after studies that like, say it's not healthy to have X amount of body. You know, those types of things are more so the things that I'm working towards. Whereas like somebody like you, like the wins at the gym should be what's celebrated, mm-hmm. not something on a, on the scale. So I it's, don't know. It's so, no. hard, so hard to talk about these things. I can feel us both just being like, oh. and like, and the thing is too, like, this is recorded, like in no way, shape or form, do we actually have to like release these podcasts. Yeah. Right. Um, but I think it's important for our audience to hear this almost yeah. awkwardness with us, because this is such a difficult, a difficult topic, especially yes. in the intuitive eating world. Yes. Um, and I, uh, and with body image and all the things and that is why Victoria, ever since the moment I met you, I've just been so, I feel so incredibly blessed with our relationship. I love the fact that we have completely different lived experiences, right? Like we, we've obviously had very similar experiences when it comes to food and body image and, and the, that binge eating struggle, but obviously very different ways that it has, has shown and and again, like I, I've definitely, again, will have been celebrated for my eating disorder. Whereas yours, you have obviously felt a complete opposite, like an os- being ostracized. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now I, I posted a very vulnerable thing yeah. yesterday on TikTok and Instagram, like that it wasn't like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe you lost. It's like, you look so happy. You yeah. look like and, and honestly, yes, because I was looking at like pictures, even from a year ago, th- a year ago today was when like everything with my work changed. Um, the hospitals came out with like some crazy stuff that was going like it, it changed today, a year ago. Like I was in a completely different place and I didn't even know that like so much was going to change. Um, but like, I wasn't happy then I was, I, I don't even really have that many pictures for like a good solid, like six months, I barely have any pictures of myself. And if it's with anyone, it, if there are any, it was with other people, like my family wanted to take pictures or something, but I was miserable. I felt out of my body. Um, I felt trapped, like all of those things. And I know that it's different for both of us, but it's, oh my gosh, it's such a hard topic to talk about. And I, I hope you guys can sense the uncomfortability, like, <laughs> And I, I do think that like, obviously the stuff in the last episode, like there were some like valid points and things, but it was weird how that happened for both of us. Like it was, I mean, I, I, I recognize that there are fluctuations and all of those things, but it really made me like, look at why was I doing the things that I was doing? Mm -hmm. And am I going to keep my word and be somebody of integrity that actually still shows up despite a number? And, and that was kind of like my challenge for the week was really looking at everything and holding myself to that standard that I've set for myself. 
which I love. And again, I will say this, like, and I, I appreciated you being in the group and even just sharing your win in the group. Like we are blessed to have each other and to have a community that we can rely on and turn to in those moments of self-doubt and in those moments of just like, am I, you know, quote unquote, doing this right? Or did, did I do something wrong or all of those things? And just having people in your life to remind you of your bigger reason why. And I think that was the big thing for me. And it really came to a head for me. I, I talked to someone, one of our followers yesterday, and she was saying, she's like, I just can't seem to understand like how to just look at the number on the scale as data. And she was following everything that I had talked about in the last podcast. She measures herself one time a day at the same time, every single day. She just writes the number down. She only takes the weekly average. She was doing weekly measurements. She's been working with a coach. And I was like, okay, great. Why did you start, you know, you're doing these things, quote unquote, correct. I was like, now let's get down to it. Like, why? did you start doing this in the first place? Why did you start collecting this data? And she's like, well, I'm just really sick and tired of feeling uncomfortable in my body. And then I asked, okay, great. I totally understand. Is you doing and taking these measurements and taking in this data, is it improving and helping you feel more comfortable in your body or is it hurting it? Is it making it worse? And she's like, it's making it worse. And I'm like, well, what do you ultimately want? What is your biggest why? And she's like, I just want to learn how to be kinder to myself. I want to learn how to just feel more comfortable in my skin and in my body. And I'm like, great. Then that to me tells me that this is not a, a data point that we need to be focusing on right now. And this for you might be something to release. And that was the same wake up for me. I was like, what is the overall, like, what is my biggest why and overall goal? I don't want to constantly think about my body. I don't want to constantly think about my weight and my measurements. And if I'm eating enough protein or if I should have eaten that or something, or if I should be going on, I don't want to do that. I want to live my life. I had a beautiful breakfast with my grandfather, who's 94 years old, like just the two of us, a two hour breakfast. And I ate chocolate chip pancakes and I ate exactly what I want. I mean, I had eggs and veggies and that stuff too, but like I didn't have to worry about the food and I was able to be present and enjoy that beautiful conversation and moment with my grandfather rather than obsessing about food. And it's because I made the decision to let go of the scale, to let go of the weight and remind myself of my bigger why. And for you, I remember you saying your big why is to know that you could show up for yourself. And I would say that for you to have had that jump in the scale, to have seen the scale move in a way that you don't like, and to still show up regardless of that number is huge and is a bigger win than if you hadn't have seen the scale and were showing up, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think, so I'll just kind of, and you can kind of go through the things that you've done this week to handle, say a setback or a shift in perspective or whatever, but like one of the things, um, that I leaned on, like Kelsey and I have been like texting each other every single day, like the things that we're going, like our critical tasks that we're going to complete, whether it's something to, um, improve our health, whether it's something to improve our work or like our homes, whatever it is. Um, and so that was something like having that accountability and that someone to kind of be like, Hey, these are the things I'm going to do today that have nothing to do with my body, my weight, my, like anything to do with it. Um, and so it kind of gives you like a, a little bit of distance from those things. 
Um, another thing that I did was like, I checked in with my doctor. Um, I, we obviously have mighty networks and like something, which is our community, like something that I wouldn't have done a year ago was notice something like a win and mm -hmm. saying like, Hey, I still showed up regardless. Like I've had a really just interesting, like emotions type week and I still showed up. Um, and then the other thing is like, I, I've been particularly sore after my workouts. And so I finally said like, okay, I'm going to lift three days a week. I'm going to Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then on Tuesdays and Thursdays are like my double walk days. And so like, I've just been like walking outside and I've been getting tanner, which has been like, I just love getting tan. I don't know why it just makes me feel great. <laughs> um, but I've been like getting sun. I've been out. I bought yesterday, went and got some like cute biker shorts. Like I just kind of like had a moment, you know? Um, and so I think mostly it was like the community I journaled, um, having that accountability and then also just get kind of getting outside of my own head, whether it was like throwing a podcast in and listening to it on my walk, um, has been helpful. And then also like going to the gym and like, it doesn't have to be the best day. It can just be a day and that's okay. Oh, I love, it. and those are actually really tangible, like ways that people can overcome. One thing I will say, like, let's just take a moment. And if you guys are dealing with a setback right now, I need you to put yourself in that place and like recognize like for us, I know you and I, that whenever we would have had a setback in the past, mm -hmm. more likely than not, we would feel ashamed of ourselves and we would isolate mm -hmm. and we would, we would just kind of like either stay in bed or just kind of hide or uh, find distraction or turn to food or whatever else to feel better. And so when you experience setbacks, it's recognizing that this is a very normal and I would say important part of the process. So expect it, welcome it. And for me, like the big things, like, like I said, like I had to almost, I had this moment of like, did that podcast that I just did, is that going to set someone else back? Am, am I, and I don't think so, but it was those moments where like, I get nervous and I'm like, you're supposed to be a role model. You're supposed to be, and oh my gosh, now you're struggling with some of this stuff and, and that you haven't struggled with for years. Like, what did, you know, what are you doing? And so then I had to take this moment and like sit back. And I did, I, I went for walks. I've journaled every single day. I've talked to you. Um, I, and I will say this guys, if you don't, he if you hear nothing else, hear this recognize your wins. Mm -hmm. Even when you feel like you're in a massive setback, what you focus on expands. So if you're focusing on the fact, oh my gosh, I gained weight, or you focus on the fact on, on a failure, whatever else you're expanding that. Whereas if instead you can look back and focus on the progress you have made on how far you have come on the things that you did do, it will be life-changing. And the fact that we have a community and a safe space for you to do that. And that's what I did. Like I said, I recognized and noticed my win and my progress in the gym, like being able to lift things that I've never been able to do in my entire life feels so good. And then I sat back and I looked at all of our clients. They had listed their non-scale wins for the week. They were amazing win this week. I don't know if you saw Emily's post, um, but all about just being okay. able to, oh, it was yeah. so great. Like being able to go the whole day without having to like 
you know, my, you know, track every single thing in my fitness pal, being able to just spontaneously go to dinner at her sister's house and not freak out about what was going to be served for dinner, being able to buy ice cream, bring it in the house and then like make it with all the fixings and just sit and eat slowly and eat until satisfied and then leave the rest of the ice cream in the, the freezer and not freak out about, not think about it, not binge on it later. Like these were the wins. And and just for me to remember again, that why and how far I've come, that's what does the shift for me. And I really just hope that people take that, whatever it is, even if you feel like you're in the lowest of lows, there is something that you can be proud of yourself for. Yeah. And I think also like going off of, cause I was feeling that too, of like, is what, like, is, is something that we say going to derail someone or is it, are they going to take it as like 100% fact, which please don't Yeah, please. <laughs> like, these are our experiences. These are our conversations, but it comes down to like, people are responsible for their lives and yes. their journeys yes. and, and our journeys look completely different, but there's some similarities and like things that we can relate to. And it's almost taking that like personal ownership of like, yeah. you're you can control what you can control. And I mean, it's kind of blunt and straight to the point, but like, if, if somebody's just going to listen to a podcast and take everything we say as like, I have to do all of these things, like there has to be kind of that, I guess, open-mindedness that there's other things, right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's other experts, there's other, um, books, there's so many different places that you can get your information. Um, and to just kind of take, these things as like, these are lived experiences. It's not going to be the same for you. Whereas I'm using the scale right now as a tool. It's not helpful for Kelsey. It might not be helpful for you if you're listening. Um, and so just really kind of, it's the Bruce Lee quote going back to it. Like yeah. it's always just Bruce Lee. Okay. I know. <laughs> but like if it's not helpful, if it's not useful, then discard it and you can add what's uniquely your own and, and that's okay. And there's no right or wrong way. And that's why we're embracing the gray. Okay. Like it's just, always going back to that. Um, and I think, I feel like with setbacks, something I was thinking about yesterday on my walk was like, it almost feels like you just got like totally knocked down. Um, mm -hmm. and there's a, a, a small sense of like self-belief that kind of, it's like, Oh, can I really do this? Like, is this really me? Is this, you can have all of those internal thoughts. Um, but something that I had to do, like when I started my journey was like, just start moving, mm -hmm. not just physically moving, like going on a walk, but like, just start taking little actions of what the type of person that I wanted to be, those types of things, what would they do? Um, because that self-belief isn't going to come if you're just sitting there, yeah. if you're just still and stagnant. Um, and so when you do have a setback, like know that there's going to, there's only so much that is going to come from that. But if you start moving, if you start picking up those pieces, that self-belief is going to come back and it's probably going to, I mean, now I know, okay, like this kind of thing can happen and okay. It's just part of it. Like, it's just part of this journey. It's part of, um, the process, whatever you want to call it. So Oh, I love, and guys, if you get an opportunity, um, maybe we'll put a link to the post that Victoria did put up. It is, it is vulnerable. It's a lot of her journey, but, um, everything that it's talking about is just recognizing like 
the biggest thing that I know was holding you back and holds a lot of people back is this fear of failure, this fear that like, this isn't going to work for the long term. And I don't know, would you like to share a little bit more about what that post means to you? I know, but it's important. And I think more people need to see it and to hear it. And I'm so proud of you for being vulnerable enough to share it. Okay. Um, well, one of the um, influencers that I follow, her name's Laura. I don't know how to say her last name, but she's the iron giantess on Instagram. And I had seen something that she had posted. Um, she was on a podcast with Emily Hayden and she basically was like, Emily had asked her like, what would you like tell yourself? Um, and it was basically like her talking to herself years before and just saying like, you're going to feel like you're going to fail. Like you're going to try and try and try. Um, and so I had heard that like a few months before I had like started my, my journey and all that stuff. Um. And it really just means like to, to like the Victoria then it was like, every time you fall and you pick up the pieces and you stand back up and you keep doing those things. Like, I wish I would have just told, like been able to say like, you are literally one step closer to it clicking. And so like, I, I know that there were times that I've had, like, incredible conversations with people and, like, oh, maybe this is what clicks. Oh, maybe that's what it's going to be. And I'm going to try their thing. I'm going to try this thing. Um, but it, it, it doesn't click until it clicks. And, like, that's just the, I mean, it's kind of like when your friends are in, like, horrible relationships and you're, like, oh, my gosh, just break up with him. And <laughs> like he's cheating on you like just break up with him and like they're not going to break up with them until they break up with them and like there is nothing that you can tell yourself like there was nothing that somebody could tell me that was just going to radically change everything but I I did I feared like trying again because I had failed every other time um but I guess it, it just means I guess to me it was just like me going back to like when I started and being like just keep going like keep trying keep failing failing quote unquote keep falling and like one day you're gonna get back up and it's just it's going to be that day and I was thinking about it on my walk yesterday like (laughs) can't do this (laughs) like I, I don't even remember like the last time that I binged, like, and I don't even. That's a big deal. And like, how the heck did I get to this point where I literally don't remember? I used to like, there were multiple days on multiple days that I'm like, when will this be like my last time that I have to turn to this to deal with my emotions? Like, when will be this be the last time that like 
this is what I go to. Like, this is my, you know, my vice or whatever. And like, I was just thinking, oh my gosh, I don't even, I couldn't even tell you. (laughs) That's exciting to me because I remember December 4th and you saying, I don't think that that's ever even possible for me. So it's just like, and so every time that I would, you know, have a binge and just be like, man, like this sucks. I feel like crap. And then have another one and have another one. Like that was me getting closer to the point where I was able to have a healthy relationship with food, where I was able to deal with my freaking emotions or cry or whatever. Um, so I don't know if that made any sense. <laughs> no, it's huge. And I, I promise you that this is impacting somebody. This is exactly what, um, I don't know if anyone saw, Becca um, did a, a, a video with me last week, um, one of our clients, and this was her big thing. And it, it hit her like a ton of bricks too. I, I have it, it recorded. She was like, my biggest fear is this is just going to be one more thing. I'm going to fail. Yeah. And it's just, I wish I could communicate to more people to understand that actually we need to look at failure completely differently because that's when everything changes. When all of a sudden you realize that every failure is actually bringing closer, bringing you closer to success, that actually failure is something to welcome because failure means that I am trying and I'm picking myself back up and I'm getting stronger. And now I've learned and I've grown and I'm moving forward as opposed to just like I failed And now this is just who I am. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, it's, I think that sometimes now having, you know, a few months of, I'm like, I feel like it's been so much longer that it's, I feel like I've, that it's been a lot longer, like with me healing my relationship with food than it has been, but I feel like sometimes I forget how painful like oh yeah those times were and like like thinking oh my gosh like this is like this is if this is going to be part of my life this is going to suck yeah this is going to ruin like so many experiences and big life moments and 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 so it's it's nice to be able to kind of get emotional about it because sometimes it's really easy to just be like, yeah, it's not really something that bugs me anymore. And that's great. That's awesome. But it's also great to take a step back and be like, man, like, holy crap, I have, I have done the hard work and I'm in a completely different place. And that's awesome. But to also recognize that it took a lot to get to that. But this, this is exactly it. And so again, If you are feeling a setback in any way, shape, or form, take a moment to literally just go back and look at how far you have come. Look at all of the work that you have done, all of the things, because that is what's going to keep you motivated to keep going, to keep pushing through, even when things get hard. And I like, seriously, I can never get over it. I just remember the night I met you so clear as day. And I remember you saying, this is just my cross to bear. This is my thorn in my side. This is this binge eating. This is just going to be a part of who I am for 
the rest of my life. And I'm just learning how to accept that. And to see where you are now, what, six months yeah. later, crazy. Yeah. Well, and even like, I, I think there's some value in like going and seeing somebody that you haven't seen for a long time. Cause like they can really see that change, but I know obviously like we don't see each other on a daily basis. Um, but like, I hadn't seen my doctor since like April and I walked in yesterday and she was like, Oh my gosh, like you are just glowing. Like you look amazing. You just look like you feel good. And we ended up having an amazing conversation, but like just kind of using that as like, Oh wow. It's only been a few months, but she doesn't see my day to day. Like I had a really hard start to June. I was getting off of um, an antidepressant. Like I told her all about, I was like, you have no idea. That was the worst few weeks of my life. Um, but she was like, well, you turned out good. Like you're, you're looking great. You look like you feel good. Um, and so that was also something special yesterday was like, oh, she's not, she's not in the day to day. She sees me every few months. It's, it's great either way. Um, man. And I really like, I, I encourage anybody recognize that this was tearful, recognize that this is emotional and that that is part of the, like one of the biggest reasons that you are healing and in recovery is because you are letting yourself feel the emotions. Like this is, it's okay. And to know, like I, the other day it was, it was interesting because I hadn't had this in a while, but, um, I was, feeling like hungry so I ate and then I was like I'm still hungry and you know when you like go in the pantry and you're just like oh that looks good oh wait that looks good that looks great but like being like okay I need to be intentional if I'm going to eat this I'm going to eat it and I'm going to you know take a picture of it for my eight app um but I had like picked up these like little lemon wafer things that we got at Trader Joe's and I like looked at it and I literally was about to eat it and I was like I am not hungry like I'm not hungry. And it didn't even really sound good. It was just like something to self-soothe me. And I was like, this is not an effective way for me to deal with my emotions. And I looked at them and then I put them back in the bag and like when I got ready for bed. Huge. (laughs) Like, but it was just that moment of, am I going to, and if you want the freaking ice cream, if you want the cookie, have the cookie. But like, why are you having the cookie? And is this something like where I'm going to sit and enjoy it and like sit outside and enjoy summer? No, this was just because I was feeling really emotional. I was, you know, having just like, I was just experiencing negative emotions. And so was that a way for me to potentially cope? Yes. Is that effective? No, let's try something else. (laughs) I love this. I, I'm sorry. I've been looking forward to recording this episode all week. And I'm really glad that actually we waited to the end of I the know. week to record it because I think you and I both had some, we had our own journeys. We had our own setbacks and, and kind of mindset shifts and things we needed to work through on our own. But I'm so thankful for the ability to, to talk through it here yeah. if for, for no other purpose than for us. But I, I really, and I'd love for you guys to comment um, or, or, you know, even DM us on Instagram. Let us know if this resonated with you at all. If this, because I have a feeling that this is going to resonate with a lot of people and just recognize guys that setbacks are normal. It's a very um, important 
part of the process. It doesn't mean that you failed and will never figure this thing out, but that everything is about how you can look back at how far you've come and then pick yourself back up and continue to show up for yourself now. And remember, it is not about the way you look and it is not about a number on the scale. It is about the person that you are becoming. And you can choose to be and act as if you are already that person right here, right now, regardless of what the mirror or the scale says about you. You don't need to wait till Monday. You don't need to wait till the next day. Like, no, this is something that you can do literally right now. And if you guys want that person do like, you can even write, if you don't know, look, like get your journal out and write down the type of person you want to be and what that person's day looks like. Mm -hmm. How would they handle food? How would they handle their eating experiences with their family? How would they talk to themselves? How would they talk to their kids? How would they, you know, what is their routine like? Like, and then just do one of those things every single day and your life will change. 100%. But it comes with clarity and recognizing it's the type of person you want to be. And it's those small votes Again, you don't need a unanimous vote. You don't need to be perfect in order to win or tip the scale. You just need a majority and you can make that choice each and every day. Um, And and guys, seriously, if you are looking for a community of like-minded women that you can talk about this stuff. We've got, um, we've got topics in our very private community that talk about non-scale victories, that talk about safe space where you can, when you're having a setback, you can, you can bring this up and feel heard, feel understood, feel validated, and then get the tools and the step-by-step method to help bring you out of it in an effective way. So if you'd like to learn more, um, please DM me or, or you can always DM Victoria. We'll leave our um, Instagrams down below, but just know more than anything, you are not alone and you do not have to do this journey alone. Amen. Snaps. <laughs> All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. Um, check our show notes in um and our links and everything so that you guys can stay connected other days than tuesdays yes (laughs) um and then we will see you guys next week all right bye guys bye